Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We're excited to score, baby! Well, how do you guys like the mix of the podcast? You guys have been writing me in and saying that you like it, and I appreciate your support. You guys have wrote in about, um, you know, honestly, I've been getting emails and DMs like crazy for like episode, I think it's like 135, 136, 137, and I think 138 is the most recent one. Pretty sad when you don't even know your own... <laughs> Episodes like how many is out? I can't keep track. Uh, yeah, all the way to 138. So, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for writing in, telling us that you like them, telling us that you support us, and all that. We appreciate that. That being said, guys, this is a free podcast, and I don't think it should be charged. I don't think you guys should have to pay for something that's resembling a radio show or I don't know what you'd want to call it but that's kind of how I look at it but also we try to be informative we try to teach we try to instruct we try to show by example mistakes we've made so you guys don't make the same mistakes when it comes to waterfowl hunting all that good stuff and then recently brought my dad on and my brother-in-law Michael Catano as co-host um, you've already heard one with my dad if you listen to that one and then Michael I'm like an idiot I raced the audio for that because that would have already been out, and that was a really good one. I'm so mad about that. But anyways, you'll hear Michael come on. And today, though, like I promised, it is 10 o'clock. Actually, it's later than that now. It's 1024 as we speak on Tuesday night. You will be hearing this on Wednesday if you listen to it the day it comes out. And I promised you guys I would get the content out. So I am here being dedicated for free because I love you guys and because... 
I want to help you guys, and I want to put this stuff out there. I do need to get some sponsors, though. I do need to get paid. And, and I know you guys won't care about having sponsors at the beginning of the show. I guess I'm just lazy. I don't like asking people for money. But if it was me, I would. If I was starting a business, I've had anything to do with any type of hunting, outdoor, politics, anything. I would put my stuff on this podcast because there is lots of downloads. You guys are there. You guys rock. And so I guess I need to get on the ball with that. So all my efforts, uh, staying up late at night, editing these, getting them out there. I guess I would be nice to make some money since everybody else in their grandma is making money on their podcast. So if any of you guys are listening, know any ideas or have any ways about that, feel free to let me know because I am always open to options on how to uh, make it money since everybody else is. But I tell you this. I am not going to make you guys pay for it. No way. I know other guys that have podcasts. They're specifically waterfowl guys. They're charging um, for people to listen to it. I just don't. I know I know a lot of you would do that, but I'm not doing that. So don't suggest it. Don't email me say you'll pay. We're not going to charge here on the MVM show. We want everybody to be able to listen. I don't care if it's a dollar a month. I ain't charging. So. Let's get into the show today. Oh, actually, let me say one more thing. Please, please, please go in, type in YouTube, The MBM Show. Go to that podcast YouTube page. It's ours. Subscribe. If you don't like notifications, if you don't like YouTube, turn the notifications off. Never look at it again. Just subscribe. We need a 1,000 subscribers, and you guys have already got us about 100 since I said this a couple episodes ago, and uh, we could start getting paid through YouTube, it doesn't cost you guys anything. Subscribing is free. Subscribe, forget about it. Or you can get on there and watch us watch right now as I'm speaking. You can watch it on there if you want to see how ugly we are. All right. So, anyways, let's get on to the show. The California Vet Hunt. Wow. Big shout out to Cal Waterfowl, to California Department of Fish and Game to everybody that was involved about getting this going. I thank you, thank you, thank you. That was an awesome day. If you haven't seen it, I just put a video out. It's seven Drake Mallard Limit that I shot. Um, I, I was supposed to have another vet with me, my buddy Robert Perez. Robert. Yeah. Robert. I don't know why I said Perez. Robert Hernandez was going to go. He was a Marine. He's a vet now. But he ended up buying a house and some things didn't work out for him to be there. So I ended up going solo, which actually Thomas went, Travis went, and my friend Barney went just to watch. They wanted to see how crazy it was because they know like on the junior hunt, which is a week after our closing weekend, is insane. So add another week onto that. It was stupid. The thing was, there was no, basically no hunters. It was almost like we had the refuge to ourselves, and I seen that it was like that all up and down the, Cal, you know, central california all up and down all those refuges there's like nobody there you know because you know there's not a ton of active duty and veteran i mean there is but probably not that hunt or maybe they just didn't know about it but anyways if you're listening to this you're stationed in california or you live in california you're in the guard marines uh active duty army wh whatever it is that you're in it they're having it again this year california is and so it's the week after the junior hunt which is at the end of the season, and it'll be in 2022. 
by all means, go to that. There is hardly nobody there that's hunting. You got the place for yourself, which could make it hard sometimes just because birds aren't moving as much. But don't let that stop you. My goodness, you can limit out easy. And like I said, I was picky. Shot seven Drake Mallards. I almost shot a hen once. I just was about to squeeze the trigger. Anyways, you can go watch the video. It's on Mid Valley Mercenaries, our YouTube channel on YouTube. You can go check it out. And I shot seven Drake Mallards and Thomas Travis Martin with me. It was a blast. We had a good time, and I was glad they were there to enjoy that with me. Um, it was just cool. Thomas's video, and it was it was really really fun. And um, yeah. Uh, I know other states do that. I think, I believe this is the first time California has ever done that. So it was a lot of fun. And um, I, I know some other states do it. And it's just it's just a good time to get out. And and I don't take that for granted, you know. I know I was in the military and everything, but I was really, really thankful. And I said that in the video at the end. Thanking people for thinking of us and putting that on that we could go out and hunt. And... So anyways, the day started out, we started at one refuge, and I was kind of like, I'm going to shoot six streak mallards and a pintail, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to shoot one of every, like, seven different species drakes, and maybe that, that could have been possible depending on where I went, but I was like, nah, you know what, I want, excuse me, seven drake mallards, and I ain't selling for no less, so we got on this, set up in the spot, Really thought it was going to be money. For some reason, all that was flying around us was pintails, which I'm not complaining about. I mean, that's cool and everything. But I had a mission in mind, a goal in mind, and that was to shoot seven Drake Mallards. So first flight, couldn't really tell Drake's hens, and it was really not Mallards. It was all pintails. So, But what we did start seeing is tons of birds, like 250 yards northwest of us, landing locked up. I picked the decoys up. We rolled out, and we started hiking and got over to that other spot, and my goodness, hundreds and hundreds of mallards were lifting out of there. It was crazy. Anyways, we set up. It had been, I don't even think it had been five minutes, not even ten minutes. The first one comes in. Pow. And I'm, I'm shooting my 20 gauge, okay? Uh, my Frankie Affinity Elite 3. I'm shooting that. It's a 26-inch barrel. And I had the long-range true lock choke in it. It comes with stock chokes and it comes with three true lock chokes. And I really like that true lock choke, by the way. And I was shooting heavy bismuth, three inch, six shot. I don't feel like I was shooting that good. People in the video that watched in the comments were like, yeah, you shot good. It's like, no, if you, okay, there's a difference. In my opinion, I, I do like, I like hitting the bird. That is, that's shooting. Okay. You're hitting the bird. But my opinion of good shooting is like head, neck, up, upper, you know, chest. That's that vital zone. <laughs> Because if you're hitting them in the mid body and back, that's to me, that's not a good shot. Because if the bird's not fully dead, and thank goodness I was shooting heavy bismuth, because if they'd go down looking like they're not fully dead by the time Rocky got to them, they're dead. I think there was one bird in there that was alive still on the video. Pretty sure there was like just one. And I was, a, I honestly was a little frustrated. I mean, I didn't hardly shoot no shells. We made a bet, like how many I would shoot. I think Thomas said 14. I don't know what I ended up shooting. I think it was that or a little bit less. It might have been like 11 or 12. If that even. I, I shot pretty good. I mean, I hit the bird, but it was like, I kept feel like I hit him back. Like, I don't know what the deal was. I was hitting him back in the body, you know? And I, man, I thought, I was like, man, I feel like I'm putting enough lead on it. But anyways... I ended up shooting, I believe it was five 
there at that refuge, and I don't know. We just got hungry. Like, you know what? We could stay out here and finish up. It, it started being a big gap in between when birds were flying. It was pretty crazy at first. And it was it was a little, probably like an hour and a half after sunrise. So it had a time had wasted away a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I got all day. Why not enjoy it? It was a Saturday. So me and Travis, let's, let's go eat, man. So we went and ate breakfast. Uh, Thomas and Barney ended up having to leave. So I had five Drake Mallards. I said, you know what, let's go try this other place. And if not, we'll just, either I'll just go home, which I was can't believe I was even thinking about that. I was debating on going home or back out to the first refuge. But we went by this other refuge and we're like, yeah, is anybody in this pond? They're like, no, you can, I was like, sweet. So we went out there. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect, honestly. And my goodness gracious, it was unbelievable. Birds were just cupped up from the ozones dropping in on us so hard. And within 15 or 20 minutes, I shot my other two Drake Mallards. And I wish to goodness I would have took my nice camcorder out there because, and Jake, my buddy, was the one that told me this. He's like, dude, you need to go back to the truck, get your video camera, and just video birds working, locking up, coming in your spread. You know, you're limited out. And I wanted to. I knew I would regret it that I didn't, but I didn't. And I regret it because it was insane. Mallards and pintails just falling in from the ozone landing on us that last mallard i shot in that video seven yards eight yards maybe i mean you know it's close because you can see i was wearing a gopro at that point thomas did the camcorder at the beginning but the second time the second part of that hunt i strapped a gopro on and you could tell, I mean, it was just right there. And I was so mad because at the end of the day, I went to go check all my shot cams because somebody in the comments was like, well, you should have integrated the shot cams. Like, no kidding, dude. I do it on all my videos. If I had them, I would have. I was so mad. Not one video from that day on my shot cams. Ended up having to send my shot cam in. It's like three years old. Sent it in. Basically, they redid some stuff to it and didn't charge me much. I think it was like, 80 bucks and Thomas had his done too. We just kind of got him revamped basically. And uh, mine was always rattling for the last couple of years. There was something loose in there and you could hear it when you watch the shot cams. Anyways, they fixed it up. But yes, I was heartbroken. You talk about some of the sickest shot cams probably there would have been because these birds are so stinking close and I didn't have it. And it was with my 20 gauge. So anyways, that was so memorable. It was such a fun, fun time, fun hunt. And I'll never forget it. And I am looking forward to this year. I'm stoked for it. Um, I wanted to go into the next thing, so we'll let that go. Just go see that hunt for yourself. Um, I wanted to go into the Avian X Power Flight Mallard. Okay, that is what we would call, most people call a mojo or a spinning wing. But this is actually, Avian X makes it, and they call it a Power Flight Mallard. It's actually cheaper then Lucky Ducks HDI Spinner. I had just bought that. I'm actually trying to sell it right now. <clears throat> but I haven't listed it anywhere. I'm actually going to sell it for quite a bit cheaper than I bought. I think it was like 220 It comes with the remote. You can do intermittent. You can do on, off, or a constant spin. Brand new. Only used one time, one day. And it's not that I don't like it. I just didn't want two spinner wings. I just wanted one. But I was... I don't know. I think I was going to sell... <laughs> I mean, literally, I just used it. I was going to sell it for 180 Just get my money back. 
but I haven't listed it anywhere. Anyways, if you are watching on the YouTube channel, I'm going to show you right now. Okay. Sorry for the grunting and groaning. I'm leaning over trying to grab some of these parts. Ugh. For it and not lose my headset. First off, so the 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 remote on this AVNX Powerflight Mallard spinning wing is awesome compared to Lucky Ducks, in my opinion. Okay, Lucky Ducks is kind of small. There's a lot of little clicks you got to do and have this on and that off. And doing the internet it was really weird trying to get that set up. Nothing wrong with it. Would have worked just fine. But I knew this. Excuse me. I knew this one was coming out. And I wanted to get one. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I, 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 I want to get intermittent because I'm not a big advocate of spare wings in California. I just feel like once they're allowed December 1st, everybody has them. And I think the ducks just like see, oh, there's, there's a spinning wing, there's a spinning wing, there's a spinning wing. That's my opinion, okay? <clears throat> Take or leave it. I've seen spinner wings in California work amazing on till, like insanely good on till. And at this last year, I mean, for years, I've seen that, okay? But for mallards, they get super wise to it to me when they get down here in California. But anyways, my whole goal was is I need something that's intermittent, on, off. I could do it myself or it just has that deal. Well, AVNX was coming out with this Powerflight mallard, and I've been waiting on it since they announced it. And I'm like, dude, they ain't coming out with it. I Like, surely I thought they would have had it by like, July or August or September. Nope. So uh, we went, we're going to get ready to go on an out of state hunt here early. And I was like, uh, I need, I got to, I got to have one. I got to get one. So anyways, I went ahead and got the lucky duck because that's what it was available. And I didn't even want the HDI, but everything was sold out like a week later after I bought it, like they released all their other ones, you know, the, the two pack where you can get the hen and the Drake man. But when I seen the video that Fred Zink did of this AVNX, I was like, I'm getting it. Okay. I am getting it. And the remote, it's so simple. Look at it. Spinning. There's three buttons spinning. Intermittent. 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 <laughs> I can't say that word. <laughs> And off, okay? It's not only is that, it's like heavy duty. It's made like, like, mm. you know, like the otter, is it the otter boxes for the phones? But this has that, I, I don't know how to explain it. That's a terrible illustration. It's just heavy duty, big buttons, three buttons, simple. Test it out today. And okay, so here, so there's that. So very nice, bulky, kind of, if it's in your hand good, not something you're going to drop. And then here's the wings. So as you can see, it's got the angel wing shape. And the design that he did, what his point was, is it's always going to have the wing in the right position. So like if you, 
it's kind of different, but if you've seen it from the back, okay, that's the right, like this is left side and they're actually marked left and right and they got the little magnetic slides on. It's really nice, honestly. It's, you can tell they put a lot of time into this. But when it's spinning, you get that, that angel winging. Now, it is going to be from the back when you see that because it's kind of tilted forward, but it makes sense they did this. That white's really just creating that flash, okay? So you got the two wings. It's a patent pending design. Well made. They're like, I don't know what you even call that. I mean, really hard plastic. So durable. Um, probably 3 sixteenths thick on these wings. Okay. Then you got their poles. They, have, they come with three, so you can have the shorter or the third one for longer, deeper water. They went with this like, would you call that beige? Like a light tan beige color? And he said it was just, he did that for a neutral color, but I'm like, like oh, I know what it was. Like if you're hunting in cornfields or something like that. But I don't know. That, that looks a little weird to me, like just seeing that color. I'm so used to black or green. So maybe eventually I'll, I'll spray paint in black. I don't know, but I'm going to try it without. Just leave it as it is. So there's that. And they're just typical poles. There's nothing nothing crazy special about them. And then you got your charger, which is just a simple charger plug-in. Okay. Really not a lot of moving parts. It's good. Now, let's get to the meat and taters right here. Ooh. Look at that. We all know AVNX makes good-looking decoys, okay? I'm not saying they're the best on the market, the only ones in the market, but they did very, very well on this. I mean, the head... The, the whole body positioning is just like a bird locked up coming in in the spread, just like you want for a spinning wing, right? The feet are so realistic, it's crazy. Like, they literally look like real mallard's feet. And I guess they took a real mold of a mallard's foot. You could tell it's just stupid, real looking. Not that that's what's going to bring the birds down. I'm just saying they, did, they put some time and effort into it, okay? They got the double curl in the back for the mallard. And then the it just, like I said, the body posture, everything. So... What's cool about this is this battery is supposed to last up to 16 hours. And I believe it because it's the, is it the lithium ion? I can't remember what it's called. But anyways, you slide it. It's over on the back. Really good adapters on the back for the battery. It's a really solid. feels like rubberized, kind of like waterproof housing that no water is going to get in that battery. And then it's a really cool water sealed tight connection for the battery to this, the spinner wing. And then what I think is really crazy and awesome for a guy like Fred Zink, because he's a hunter, you know, and he's got all these batteries that are these lead acid batteries that are laying down. He actually put extra attachments in here that if you, if the battery that comes with it dies and you have a bunch of those lead acid batteries for the, the spinner wings, you have the two attachments, the black and the red to attach that and use those. So I think that was really good of him because he didn't have to do that. He could have made, well, if you want more batteries, then you just have to go out and buy him you know it's like but he didn't do that he's thinking about the hunter and i think that means a lot right there now on the bottom you know what i'm gonna throw this i'm gonna throw this wing on so you guys can see for those of you people that are watching appreciate that so i'm gonna put the wings on real quick sorry for you those that are driving right now because you're not you're not getting to see this but you can come watch it later if you want it's kind of I'm not doing a video on it. All right. Wings are on. 
Now you're looking at this thinking, what in the world? If you're looking at it face on, you're like, and I thought the same thing. What in the world? It's like upside down on his wing. Okay. But here's the thing. That is not how it's going to be sitting. That's not what the birds are going to see. It's actually going to be sitting like this. So the birds are never going to see the underwing. But turn around to what the birds are going to see. Okay. This is the position it's going to be in when it's on. Okay. Because look at this is where the pole goes into the pole. So that's the position. You're never going to see the bottom of the wing. Now look at this. Now this is where you look at that. So you get the white flash. Boom. That's what the back of that wing is going to look like to that bird. Now you say this is really backwards too, right? Like this should be on the other side. The point of this is to give that angel wing look. See, now when I do that, I don't know if you can see it from the angle. Well, I'll turn it on, okay? You'll see. So on the bottom of this, there's off, full on, and then there's two dashes, and that's to use your remote. So that's super simple. And they've got it covered in like a rubberized deal. And by the way, to charge this battery, you can take the battery out, undo the attachment, charge it that way, or you can plug it right in. So there's two ways to charge a battery, and there's one right here on the bottom. Okay? But I'm going to turn it on full on. I believe this is full on. No, sorry, I lied. It's the other one. There we go. Okay, this is the way the birds are going to see it. So it's on now. See that look? Doesn't it look money? Now, I know the regular ones will work just as good, okay? It's not just how it looks is the only seller, okay? But that looks that looks good. All right, so that's that's that. I'm going to turn it off. I guess there's spins 200 times more a minute. Not a minute. What was that, an hour or something? It's just 200 beats faster than any other mojo, which I guess is supposed to be better from their studies. But now I'm going to turn it on the remote setting. Okay, so it's on, but it's on the remote. So it's got. To, it's waiting for me to turn on. So I'm going to turn on spinning where it should stay on solid until I hit the off button. Come and hit the off button. Off, okay? Now I'm going to hit the intermittent button. So I just want it, and what that does is does three seconds. No, five seconds on, three seconds off. I kind of wish it was the reverse, to be honest with you, but five seconds on, three seconds off. Here we go. Intermittent. One, two, three, four, five. Off. One, two, three, back on. So it just does that. That's what I like. I might even mess around personally with just like the doing it on and off myself. But sometimes if you're calling, you have your gun in your hand, you don't really want to mess with that. It's nice having that button. And that's really the reason I got this is that intermittent. So I'm going to turn it back off and pull the wings off and call it good. So I just kind of want to go over that with you guys. Like I said, you've heard me say lots of times we've had episodes on it about like, I'm not, I don't like mojos. I don't like spare wings, but trying something new this year, kind of tuck let me actually let me give you a little bit of advice. And a lot of us have talked about this off air. And that is in California, think about this, and this is a big proponent. Kevin's a big proponent of this, and Harrison is sticking your your spinner wing in the corner where it's almost not it's not visible the whole time the bird circles you. Which is good because birds catch on to this constant flash that's just flash. But when they see this deal like intermittently spin like an actual bird does, okay, then they're like, oh, that's real. And then when they circle around, say if you tuck it up against the toys a little bit, they'll see it in this one spot. And then by the time they go around the corner, they, they lose sight of it. And they just get that little bit of a flash. That's 
money in California. That works. So that's kind of my point. Not only will I tuck it a little bit, but I'll turn it on and off and I'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, lastly, hunting in big groups. Well, I, I don't now I'm not trying to remember why, but there was the reason I was bringing this up, but um, kind of it well it kind of goes back to the vet hunt. So I know people are like, well, why don't you take somebody else, take another vet or somebody? Well, to be be honest with you, um, this sounds you can take this however you want. It sounds selfish, it sounds whatever, but it's like I do have some vet friends. Some were supposed to go, it didn't end up working out. I decided to go by myself because I personally cannot stand hunting with like. I'm just, it's not me. I'd rather hunt two guys, me and one other guy, max, and third, third guy, max. Like, maybe that's where I grew up. Maybe I, you know, it's easier for us to hide, birds are harder to work. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys, but I just, that's my personal opinion. I know guys that hunt with 10, 12, 15 guys. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know how you do that. Like, I cannot do that. And I know it's situation dependent. You know, you got a field goose hunt, and there's plenty of birds. I totally get it. You know, get the most bang for your buck because, you know, you got those family groups come in, like 17. Let's see if we can wipe them all out, you know. Or, you know, maybe in Canada or other places where you're field hunting, and a group of 40 come in. Hey, there's plenty of birds for everybody. I just like knowing when I shot. Um, that's just me. And when you get that many guys banging away, you have no clue. And that's why they draw straws for who, you know, who shot the band. Because nobody knows. But um, I was bringing that up because I just feel like trying to be more stealthy, trying to be more, a less, not so big of a footprint when you're out hunting, knocking more toys down, trying to get covered, getting hidden. It makes it really tough when you get three, four, five, six people out there. And like I said, that's probably where I've been hunted and born and raised at. And that's just why I'm like that because of that reason right there. Um, I went out with five people and it's just like, it's cool. I've went out with eight or nine people and we've had a blast. We've laughed, but it's not, it's not as serious. It's not, it's just kind of like you're out there to be out there. It's not really, you're there to hunt because it's really hard to keep nine, eight, nine people hidden in the marsh and quiet. <laughs> it's like, it's so hard. And maybe I take duck hunting too serious, but to be successful, you got to get kind of serious. I say kind of because I'm trying to be nice, but you got to get serious and you got to be focused and you can't do all this goofy stuff for you're not going to shoot birds. So what is your guys' thoughts on it? Um, I appreciate all the feedback. I don't know. It seems like I'm getting a lot more emails and DMs than I really, people are going on iTunes and like sending out um, reviews and stuff like that. Let me go. I actually haven't looked in a while to see if any, there's anything new, but it's been it's been kind of quiet there. I think a lot more are starting to listen on to Spotify. But just to go look and see if anybody, yeah, right here actually. Um, I don't know if I read this one last time. I feel like it did. No, I did. But um, Droid Max said, "Great podcast, five stars. Great listen for duck hunters or just red blooded Americans." Thank you. For that, appreciate that. That was actually Thursday, and we're sitting at four point nine stars out of five. We've got two hundred seventeen ratings. Thank you guys for going on. Those of you that do listen on iTunes, thank you for going there, rating and reviewing it. If you're listening now, and you, you get some help out of it or you like it, go on there and uh, chime in. Tell us your thoughts. 
you know, I always say, put the rating you think. You know, maybe it's one star, maybe it's five. But we love to hear from you. We love your guys' feedback. Thank you, everybody. That's that's sending the emails. Um, Tommy Broadstreet, thank you. Uh, episode 138, he said, awesome job. Your last few episodes have been the best yet. Love the free speech and keeping it real. The state of our... The state of our state and country is absolutely disgusting at this time. Coming from an active peace officer from the state of California, this state is turning into more of a joke each day. Thank you, Tommy, for that. And thank you for your service. And the stuff that you guys got to put up with, it's insane. You know, the, just let alone the body cams. I mean, sometimes I could see that it brings good things for you to protect you, but a lot of times it's not. I mean, you're, if you're not doing nothing wrong, then it shouldn't matter, but it's just... People breathing down your neck. It's just not right. And uh, I thank you guys for your patience and your tolerance of people that don't appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, that's the newest ones uh, uh, of the emails. And thank you guys for writing in. Thank you for listening to this podcast and this episode. Hopefully I wasn't too sporadic. Like I said, it's almost 11 o'clock at night. I'm trying to get this out too. So if I was very sporadic and jumped around, I apologize. I feel like we've been doing a lot better at staying on topic but I wanted to get some waterfowl con content out for you because we got other stuff coming up, and I do not want it just to be straight politics. I, I want the majority to be waterfowl stuff. So here it is. Guys, season's coming soon. Can't wait. We're pumped. Let's go. <laughs>